This episode is sponsored in part by PTZ Optics. Why hire a camera operator when the control is in your hands? Visit ptzoptics.com for more information. And by NewTek, makers of the TriCaster TC1. Stun your viewers, not your accountant. Visit NewTek.com for more information. Hey guys, welcome to No Boundaries Outdoors Live. And uh, we've got a good show. We've, we made it through our first episode, our pilot episode. And uh, we're back again. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see uh, where this goes. And we're having a lot of fun. And we've, we've got a whole panel. We've got a good panel. Well, this one I'm not quite sure about. It's like, I don't just under 35 or $4,000. And I was like, okay, well, I can do it myself. I just got to run a skid loader and, and pound it, pound the post in and everything else. And um, in the meantime, when we have the donkey, he's over at our neighbor's house. His name is Amos. Amos. Um, <laughs> Amos. And then Amos. we have a, a David. Um we actually have two Davids, two Amoses. Um, so we are pretty much the only, one of the only English families uh, in our area. So uh, thankful for Amos for letting us house our donkey there for the time being. But <laughs> yeah, so that kind of gives you a little uh, insight into where I am. So, so I'm still trying to figure out, like the whole donkey thing. So <clears throat> you, you just, you got a good price on it. We don't need to get into yeah. the price, but you got a good price on it. Your wife just wanted a donkey, like she didn't like it. Doesn't do so, anything in the yard. You give it. Does your daughter he's ride cute. it? Cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's cute, but yeah, he. Uh, no, because they're like three minutes from our house. There's a farm that they sell miniature donkeys and miniature ponies. Uh, we drive by it a lot, and about last year, last spring, um, we were driving by, and all of a sudden we saw this little little furball in, in the grass. And we're like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> And then every time my wife would go by, she'd like wave to it and everything else. And so I was like, you know what? Fine. Just go ask them if they're selling and what they'd sell it for. And I'm thinking it's going to be like a high amount. And he came back with the number. And let's just say that number's not what I wanted. I wanted it like <laughs> zeros on the end of it. Um, so my wife was like instantly like, we're getting him. And I'm like, well, we don't have a fence. Uh, so that led us into asking our, our neighbor to to uh, house our donkey. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things. He's just going to be a yard ornament for a while. Uh, we're talking about once this fence is up, getting him a, a girlfriend or something to <laughs> hang out with. But I'm just ready to get these goats out of my basement. He's got goats in his basement. <laughs> okay, this that gets... I didn't know. <laughs> Brandon, this is yeah. getting better and better. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we... Uh, the barn isn't fixed up yet either, so it's like we just decided to jump into things when we probably shouldn't have. Um, but yeah, I'll have to, to get a picture in. But yeah, we have three goat kids, about probably almost a month and a half, two months old now. Wait, 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 so, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna stop. Wait, I want to stop you there. So right after this, he didn't tell us the goats part that he had him in the basement. He just told us he had goats. Mm-hmm. So so wait a second. We asked him because he has a he has a baby coming, a second one. Your baby number two is on the way. Yes. Okay. Yes. And he says to us, he goes, yeah, I got to by August. I got to kind of make a office type thing downstairs plus a gun cabinet slash hunting room. And we're, you know, we're all sitting there just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. But 
what are you gonna make a goat room too? I mean, <laughs> I mean, what are you, what are you, gonna, what are you doing here, man? Yeah, well, hopefully by then they'll be outside. The, war- the weather will be warmer. Uh, they'll be outside, but yeah, it's not a uh, not enjoyable um, cleaning their pen pie <clears throat> once a week. Got to feed them three times a day. Oh um, my goodness, milk oh, yeah. and yeah, it's one of those things. It's like oh, bottle feeding goats is so cute until you've done it for the past month and a half straight, and then you're just like, <laughs> I'm over this. Not so cute. So that's not so cute anymore. So hopefully this weather will start turning. Uh, we'll be outside. And uh, they'll be outside with this fence and everything. So, Braden, you don't, you don't have projects. You don't have goats up there in that man cave, do you? I mean, oh no, I'm, <laughs> no, no goats here. <laughs> I thought that was the next thing you were going to say. Well, you know, hey, um, <laughs> we're going to get, we got some goats I up mean, here, honey. We do have <laughs> the property. Not. Oh, wait, no, we are not getting, we're not getting goats. You don't, but, you don't got to mow the grass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. They'll mow it for you. Heck yeah. No, 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 no. I'll pass. Do you, do you know what the neighbor, well, we don't really have a lot of neighbors. We don't have a lot of neighbors. But they would probably scare the deer out back. Oh, please. They're just goats. The deer would get used to them. Uh, I'll pass. I'll pass. That's just nothing. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that one. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have the time to sit there and feed goats. And then you probably got to do it at like really early in the morning. You guys in the chat room, do you have goats? Do you have a donkey? And I thought I thought there's a lot of people out there that are redneck, but I can't even classify you as redneck, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's an interesting uh, circus act I have going on. Over I, here. So I was I was <laughs> gonna say maybe I mean circus act that that's about that about. Braden, how was your week? Now that you heard all about uh, Jake's week. Well, not, nothing like Jake's, that's for sure. It was a breeze compared to Jake's. I seen you out moving some trees. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. There was, well, I was shed hunting, so I needed to get to one of my good spots, and I wasn't walking up the mountain. And there was a tree across the road, so luckily I have a winch on my truck and hooked her up, pulled her off the road. Way I went. So did you end up? Um... Did you end up finding any sheds this week? I mean, I know your brother found like a ton of them we showed last week. That's a big negative. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought about going out because I don't know if, where you guys are at, but originally they were calling for four to six inches of snow Friday into Saturday, but now they're calling for at most we'll get four inches of snow. And I had just swept out my my garage. I just put away the snow blower. Mm-hmm. Cars uh, are clean. I'm like over it, man. Like I, yes. I, I had gone in there. Um, I was, I don't know if I was telling you guys, I changed out all the light fixtures in my garage to LED. Um, yeah. Like, yep. I'm, I'm like ready for spring and, and then they're like, yeah, we're going to drop four inches of snow and I'm going, it's fishing in two weeks. Granted, it is <laughs> March in Ohio, so in Eastern Ohio, so you got to expect that. That doesn't matter. Guess you're still ice fishing. Uh huh. <laughs> no, I, I don't. That's that's one fishing I don't do. I don't do ice fishing. You guys ice fish? Nope. Uh, now that lake I was talking about last week, they uh, they ice fish there. I go out and see there. There's a whole bunch of uh, houses that they put on and everything else, and I'm just scared I fall through the ice. It's my biggest thing. No, thank you. No I way. I'll pass on that. Nope. Uh, but we do, um, you guys saw at the beginning of the show, uh, we, we have some sponsors here. We're, we're, we've got a lot of sponsors going through here. Uh, PTZ Optics jumped on board. And uh, these guys, even though they look sparkling today, you guys next week will have brand new cameras 
courtesy of PTZ yes, Optics. Woo-woo. Uh, yes, sir. Yep. Thank you. Excited. They were shipped out today. They they told me they got the notification, so I'm excited. I'm excited for for that. We're, we're trying to step this up. We're, we're working on trying to get on some outdoor channel TV um, apps and, and, and things like that. So I'm excited. I, 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 have, uh, I have a lot of um, optimism, if you will. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a quick break. And, you know, thank one of our sponsors. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some fishing. So stay with us. We'll be right back right after this. Apex Gear, known for their performance-driven archery sights and accessories, is pleased to introduce the new Covert Series Archery Sight. VersaPin technology allows shooters to change the pen color and pin size on demand in an instant. The compact and lightweight sight is equipped with stainless steel hardware, micro-adjustable windage and elevation, an ultra-smooth, easy one-hand adjustment knob for quick yardage changes, and a micro-push button light. The new Covert Series from Apex Gear. All right, we are back, and uh, I want to pull up. So last week we we didn't do something. We we were uh, we were we were all talking about all these these hunts and things that we did and and how great it was. Well, this week we came prepared, or at least some of us came prepared. Um, I want to see if I could find. I just, Braden, I think yours starts. Let me let me do it this way. Let me see if I can grab this, and then what we'll do is we'll pull this in so that way he can go. Yeah, that's it. That's not it. So why don't you yep. tell us a little bit about? I, I believe this is what Montana. Yeah, this is. I believe. Yeah, that should have been a video. Yeah. Yeah, I'm playing it here. I just wanted to make sure I didn't go <laughs> yeah, jumping so ahead of it. This was a big section of public land that a burn went through the mountain and basically burn everything down, and it was starting to grow back up. So we figured everything was starting to get green. We figured there would be some elk, mm. elk buried in there somewhere. But we hiked up, I don't know, probably four or five miles up that mountain, set up for the evening. No luck, but <clears throat> across the mountainside, we did see a big, like, grizzly bear den. So that was pretty wild. So the whole time I'm sitting there, it's <laughs> basically like, all right, I'm waiting on a grizzly bear to show up. <laughs> so which what, makes sense because when we were walking in there was a big sign that said that they had like some the grizzlies and the trails blocked off for grizzly bear trapping so so for those that are watching what 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 are we looking at here are we looking at a that's a bull moose bull moose and yep. uh i see adam yeah, so we, we were um hey, driving adam. back the border river back to where we we're going to set up camp to go hunt and once we're able it's like a two-hour ride on this dirt road back the mountain so is that what that. is that what this is <clears throat> the was that on the road no this that was on the first video i showed you where the burn went through oh okay and i said we saw the grizzly bear den yes they must have they had hiking trails and whatnot there and we were walking in we were I don't know, three miles in already. And we came across that sign and I was just like, well, I guess we'll just be cautious because I'm not walking back out. <laughs> Luck luckily, we never saw a grizzly bear, but it was in the back of your mind the whole time you were walking through the thick stuff. I was like, man, I'm going I'm to walk and step on one and it's right. going to be game over. Yeah, it looks like you got um, a pretty decent uh, close-up 
view of some of these uh oh yeah that that cow there she was well my curiosity always gets the best of me so i hop <laughs> out of the truck or whatnot and see how close i can get to them but yeah you might as well right mm-hmm. there's yep. there's your uh the mule deer right you're packing it out taking yep, it out that's my my first public land mule deer this one cracked me up this picture because it's just like yeah it's just like i'm, I'm just chilling on the mountainside that is beautiful. yeah so it that is. mountainside there that's actually where the grizzly bear den was oh wow no way yep how now, far Brandon, away curiosity didn't get you that far <laughs> oh, that I, ran, I ranged fine to that den it was like 650 <laughs> yards. you should have explored yeah. it we could have got you could have got good oh, yeah. video yeah. For yeah. action yeah, footage <laughs> but i'm mean, running it away like, <laughs> yeah it was like 650 yards from me and i'm like well if he hops out, I can get a couple hundred yard advantage of him. So nice. Luckily, like I said, never saw him. But if I would have saw him, I'd have been gone. <laughs> I don't listen, Grizzly no, Bear. I don't. I don't, I don't blame you. But no. Um, I thought this was cool. This is this is the muley that he. Yep, that yeah. I put the stock on. He got him. He got him. Yeah, nice. like I said, it wasn't anything huge, but hey, for man, public public land, we do it on our own. We find areas on like Onyx hunt and, hunt and whatnot. So, and this area here, it was basically just an, we were hunting certain areas where we went years prior. And that area there, it was just, we looked it up on Onyx and Topo looked good. So we figured we'd give it a chance. And it worked out. I mean, I, I shot and I put the stock on that one. And my brother in law, my buddy, and my brother in law's son. They were sitting down in the truck a couple thousand yards from me, glassing, glassing, watching me put the stock on it. So that was pretty cool. But once I shot it, I walked up to my mule deer and I called him. I'm like, I sent him a picture, whatnot. My brother-in-law, he's like, hey, um, Caden's on his way up to you. I'm like, all right, cool. Is he going to help me? He's like, no. He said, when you shot, he said, Caden, a buck hopped over the top of the mountain and as you were walking up to your buck, it was basically watching me and walking the top of the mountain. So I guess the curiosity got the best of that deer. So Caden, Caden got up and I watched it unfold. He got within a couple hundred yards of that mule deer and he shot it too. So we doubled up the same day within 15 minutes apart, which wow. was pretty wild. Nice. Crazy. Very. And they, they were both our first mule deer. So that made it even better. What was the process of, you know, getting a tag? Like you always see the, the, the lotteries and everything. Did you, did you go a couple of years without getting a tag for, for Montana? So we've been lucky the first year I put in, I, I put in too late. So I didn't get a, it's called a big game combo. So you get a bull elk tag, a mule deer or a whitetail tag. So the tag, the deer tags good for either or, so you can kill a whitetail or a mule deer. But my first year, like I said, I put in late, so I didn't get drawn. So I wanted to go hunt, so I just bought a bear tag and went. And then last year was my first year drawn. But we're in the process of putting in for Montana again this year. And basically, like, the put in for the lottery right now, and it's like a month-long lottery. So you put in, and we we haven't had any trouble not getting drawn every time we've put in we've got drawn but there's a chance that you wouldn't get drawn 
Interesting. Uh, Jake, what about you? Did you ever, did you ever go out of state and hunt? Um, no, pretty much done all, uh, all Pennsylvania hunting. I mean, I was, uh, down in Jersey for duck hunting, but other than that, no big game hunting outside of the great state of Pennsylvania. Well, I want to show you, that's why I was a little quiet there for a second, because I got a text from the person sitting next to me. My wife says to me, and, and I want you guys as witnesses, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to pull this over right here. You can see it's today at 720. Okay? <laughs> All right, so I want you to read that right at the bottom. We need to do hunts like that. Mm -hmm. I would love to go out in those areas. You yeah. all saw that, right? That's proof. So, it's evident right there. Well, it's the truth. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, once once we end the live, you better get better get on it, Stephen. Uh, man, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I'm telling <laughs> Don't you, pass like pass up on the opportunity. Man, if we could do something like that, I'd love to do it. I'd even listen if we all went, even as a group. That'd I would be cool. I would film it. I got enough filming gear, man, that we could have it. The outdoor, the outdoor channel will be begging for that footage. That's right. Mm -hmm. awesome. But like, honestly, whenever we go out to Montana, we spend a full day and we go to Yellowstone. And we just sightsee. I love it out there. Yeah, I could, I could honestly sightsee for a week and not, not kill anything, and I'd the trip would be made. Uh, Colorado's one that I'd like to go to too. Colorado's yeah, another Col one. Colorado's pretty cool. So I think, I think you'd be up for Colorado too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know your uncle and cousin go out to Colorado a lot. Yeah, they do. So that's that's interesting. If you guys are just tuning in, <laughs> we're. This is just a this is a podcast slash live stream about the outdoors, hunting, fishing, and and all that good stuff. Luke Bryan, don't don't sue me. I know you got a song about it, but um, we like we like to discuss this. And uh, since we've been doing it, it's it's been a lot of fun. And with No Boundaries Outdoors, we've been we've been building this brand for a couple of years, and you know it's kind of good to be uh, doing a show like this. Well, you guys remember last week we talked about. Uh, speak, you know, with hunting, uh, we talked about uh, Thorn, uh, one of our sponsors here, uh, with the broadheads. I had actually ordered, haven't gotten a hold of Andy yet, but I, but I've actually ordered the new. Uh, are we going to say that they're the XVs? Is that is that how we're saying it? Sure. I, I know. It's all, yeah. It's all on the website, right. it says extreme velocity. Extreme velocity. So we'll we'll say the XVs instead of the Roman numeral ten yep. and five. So yeah. Um. And that's probably because they go up to 750 feet per second. Feet per second. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. For extreme velocity. And I got the 100 grain. I don't know what you guys got uh, when you ordered them. Uh, no, yeah, I shoot 100, 100 grain as well. Uh, yeah, I, I put the 100 grain in. Now, next week what we'll do is we'll sh I'll get all three of them. I have the OGs and I have the ones from last year. That, um, and we'll set them side by side. And we'll do a little comparison between them. So for those that are looking to see, but I, I want to do a couple of videos on these as far as penetration. Uh, they are a sponsor. We did pay for these. I think we all ordered some, right? We all, you yep. know, especially going through yep. COVID, you know, we wanted to support Andy and, and the crew over at Thorn Archery, you know, because, hey, and it's, it's hard to give out product when, you know, everybody's recovering from everything. So, right. um, I might buy another pack of these that I can use for hunting coming up. I got plenty of time, but I wanted to get these because as the warm weather comes, and I'm sure you guys are thinking the same thing, 
let's blow it through some stuff. Like, let's blow it through mm-hmm. a frozen steak or something like that and see how all three uh, heads perform. Because, Jake, you had a concern with, with, the, with the new design where, because the blades are kind of sticking out and they're still using the ferrule as the activator, if you will, for the, for the blades. Why don't you uh, talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, just look, kind of looking at the images, um, obviously I don't have the product in hand. Mine's supposed to be arriving tomorrow. Um, but just kind of looking at it, seeing how the design is of shooting through like foam targets and stuff if um, the blades are sticking out when they're getting deployed. So it would be interesting to see kind of how accuracy um, is performed and how they do an actual like target shooting. So what I'm going to try to do here is, and we're going to do this on the fly here, unfortunately here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut to this. So can you guys see that that broadhead really good? So I yep, pulled yeah. it I pulled it out. Let me get rid of my lower third here. So let me move my mic up closer here. So you guys can see the broadhead, but the way it activates is it's actually using the bottom and it's pushing it out. You see that it's actually yep. it, it's it's actually using that. Like I thought that was the blade part, but it's actually as that ferrule comes down, it's kicking that open. So that might. That might not be a problem, Jake. It might not. Um, it's almost doing a scissor effect. I don't. The other ones yeah, didn't really now, do that. Yeah, because it looked from the four, it kind of looked like the and the, the head would kind of push down, and that's what kind of activated it all. But if those blades are the ones doing it, so now um, now the head looks like it turns. So like I can tighten it down like that. So I need to read up a little bit more on these. Let's say, how is this supposed to be deployed? I wonder. I wonder if that's replaceable. Is that what they made that? I I, I don't know. That... If you can, if you look at it, you can see that. It, see how that unscrews. Yeah, I feel like if it screws though, it can't get pushed down. I, I don't know. Let's let's know. let me come back to this shot here. So I'm gonna unscrew it all the way. Okay, so there's no deploying mechanism with that ferrule. Yeah, yeah so that's just make a replacement tip then. Yeah, well that's yeah. that's actually kind of nice because Sorry, I had to move my mic out of the way to get that up there. Um that's kind of nice because think about it, you can save money on broadheads, so that means you know, if you whack up the tip, maybe it goes through and it hits like oh, a rock or something. Hit a rock or mushroom yeah. the head. Yeah, right. that's that's actually nice. Mm-hmm. I I like that. And it almost looks yeah, like Yeah, so my question I was gonna say it looks it's still like there's just a, how it deploys. Uh, probably those blades. As soon as it pokes through, when when the yeah, hide pen- grabs pen- it, penetrating deployment. And it looks like there are like, I mean, again, I'll go back to the other camera here really quick so you guys can see it. Right there, it looks like there is a hole that goes straight through. You can see, right right in that ferrule, in that tip. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure what that's for. Because when when you do the blades, you're doing it. When you're doing the blades, you're going through this hole. Let me go over here. You're going through that hole when you're putting the the rubber in there. So you know how on the older style they had the the collars you could put on. Yes. So you could target shoot them. I wonder how they're going to do that with this, with those uh, the blades. So we don't want them deployed. Do they have something that can? get put around the base of it so that it doesn't open 
first target practice. So I just pulled the sticker out. So I'm gonna come back to the back here, the back camera here. We're gonna we're gonna drop that, so you guys can see on the back. Um, it has that it it has the thorn uh, concealed tip. And so it has some instructions here on the bottom, and I know it's it's going to be it's going to be a tough one to to show, um, but it it says um, the shear pin. You know, they just show basically the shear pin goes in like it like it normally does. But I'm curious, though. Hopefully, Andy calls me back because we got to get him on the show to talk about you know how these how these heads work, or you know mm -hmm. what what is the extra stuff for? I mean, um. But I would agree with you. I think that's going to shred up your, <laughs> going to shred up your targets, man. Um, but I don't know. Do you guys do you guys use your thorns on practice targets? Mm, I if I, I do, do, I I just use the originals because I mean, realistically, they fly like a field tip. So I just I check them to make sure they're tuned right. But other than that, I don't constantly shoot my heads into the target i just use a field tip because like i said they they're they're supposed to fly true so mm -hmm. well i know we've all been shooting them for i think since 2018 i think that's when since we, we first met them is is yeah. that when is that when we met them at mm -hmm. ata right yep. 2018 okay she'll 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 keep me in in line with that um <laughs> Well, if you guys are interested, if you're if you're thinking about it, um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a, another quick break. We're going to show you a little bit of thorn broadheads. Um, if you're if you're interested, again, it's it's not it's not something we're trying to sell you on. But what the thing we liked about it was it's like shooting a field tip, uh, minus these new blades. New blades have the a little bit that comes out, but um, check them out. See for yourself. We'll be right back. Confidence is key, and when bow hunting, confidence can be defined by one word, accuracy. Introducing the Thorn Expandable Broadhead. Its patented hidden blade technology guarantees field point accuracy, and the patented rip tip grabs at hide and flesh, ensuring deployment and beginning the process of devastation. Its stainless steel blades render up to a massive 2.2 inch cut. For confidence and accuracy, there is only one choice. Thorn Broadheads, the world's most accurate broadhead. All right, so you can kind of see why we were kind of showing that new head, um, and I wanted you to—I want you to finish your thought what you were saying during break when we were watching that commercial. Uh, you know, Braden, about what you, what your thought is before we get into some fishing stuff. Okay, so like the original, the original Thorn, the Rift Two Point um, they all have the ferrule that pushes down and it ignites the blades to pop open on like a spring system. Whereas the new um, XVs, it just looks like a regular tip, which in sense makes a lot of sense. You wouldn't have any malfunction as far as the tip pushing down to release the the blades to open up. So I mean, I see it's a good idea in my in my thought, just because if you hit more than likely there's a hundred percent chance of the blades opening just because it has like a right on what what you want to call it like a little barb sticking out that's going to ignite the blades to push back and open up yeah i i like the fact that it's got to penetrate the animal a lot more before the blades deploy 
Right. Whereas this, yeah. like you were saying here with the with the feral tip, and I think the first, um, I think the first time was they did it with the crown, right? The yep. the, the, <laughs> the the crown here has that same tip on it, and and we didn't get a chance to shoot the crowns because we don't really shoot fixed blades. So when Andy asked us that time, he was like, "Hey, do you want to try?" And I was, I, I personally said, I was like, "I don't really shoot fixed blades," um, but now I'm kind of wishing I did because it could have compared <laughs> them. But it's all good. Yeah. Um, but these, but but uh, uh, the other thing before we get into sufficient stuff here, thirty nine ninety five guys, they're cheapest thorn broadheads that have been out on the market. I mean, you look at the crowns; they're seventy bucks, sixty nine ninety five. Um, you've got your hundred grain 2.2 rift twos. They're 65. Um, you got your OGs, which are 49.99. So you can get like the brand new, brand new 2022 heads for less than the OG. Yeah, that that's a steal. That's a mm-hmm. that's a great deal. I mean, you guys remember when the HPXs came out for crossbow, which my son has killed stuff with that. I killed a deer this year with it. Um. 60 bucks when they yep. came out they were like 80 do you remember yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then they've got a ton of replacement parts for the the crown rebuilds um here's some weights like if you need to put some weights on the end of it yep. so they've really they've really stacked it up um w- with a plethora of options uh which i think is good oh, for sure so I'm, I'm curious to see what you guys think once we get a chance once the weather changes and we get a chance to get out there and shoot some um and see and see what happens but um yeah i'm kind of excited about that i'm also excited about fishing season coming up uh that is something that i have been slowly getting prepared for um i know my wife you you also have been getting prepared for it yes i have she's been getting together snacks <laughs> can't, yeah you can't snacks. have snacks i mean you can't have absolutely. fishing without snacks right <laughs> So I got my license. I didn't get her license yet. Yeah, he's slacking. Um, <laughs> how am I, I slacking? You got two arms. Uh, I, you know, but I also have to go outside to work and the kids stuff. And track. <laughs> I, I mean, it would are be you nice to have some help around are you, here. Are you, are you insinuating I don't work? I'm kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> this just went down oh, a road. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyway, so we got to get her. We got to get her situated. But what we wanted to do, uh, I wanted to show you guys some stuff. Uh, why we get excited? Our kids, like I wasn't even sure how. I told you guys when my daughter turned to a teenager, it's just like everything else. Nothing else matters. But we've been doing this with our kids. In fact, my daughter, she was the reason I actually got back into fishing once we moved back out here. I started doing that before I was hunting because I did it all my life and. We, a lot of times we did it for food. I mean, it was something that, you know, um, we were doing to, you know, so we'd have stuff, you know, in the summer that was different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we did do that. And uh, and then you, you just kind of get, as a kid, we always clean the fish. And that's like, I'm tired of cleaning fish, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Samantha said, I forget, we were driving somewhere, and she's like, what are they doing? I said, they're fishing. She goes, oh, I want to go fishing. And I'm like, oh, here we go. But she did. She really wanted to fish, and so did so did Daniel. So um, I have a couple clips and some pictures and videos of some of the stuff that that we did. This guy, like this, he his biggest thing here is like he'll start screaming, "Get the net!" That's that's his big <laughs> thing, right? 
Like you can see how he he's not real he's and he's it. he's cranking. There's no real <laughs> with this boy. And uh, he's, he's got the no look uh, the real too. He's just everywhere but where the fish is. And, yes. and, and I try to teach him, and I started teaching him at a young age here. Like, okay, I'm going to put the net in the water. You steer the fish to the net. And my daughter's pretty good at it. My son, on the other hand, he's working on it. He starts cranking, and he's he gets cranking. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the face that he made when he says, I got five and you got none. That's right. <laughs> so um, this is where we fish. It's it's called Buell Lake. This is where we, we go every year for, for opening trout season. Um, like we had a good time. This was a really warm day. My brother and I was up there. He was filming. We were just trying to get some uh, shots. But I'm fighting it because, it, again, we're like the end of June, middle of June maybe. And it's just starting to get murky and mucky, and it's just like, like the trout. As you can see, I'm not, I'm not horsing it in because it kept diving for moss and stuff. And I, when I end up bringing it in, it's just got like muck all over. But I mean, you're looking at what 12, 13 inches. They're not anything to write home about. But they do put some big ones in there, mm-hmm. which, which you guys will see here in a little bit. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean they're decent trout if you're if you're wanting to eat them. Um, I say they're nice size. Yeah, yeah, I mean, here's one um, that yeah I was just again I was just kind of netting myself and just kind of. This is the one. This was in Samantha. You can see how little she is. Um, like a champ. Like I I just get down and she just brings it right to the net. You can see this is what makes it all worth the while when they start jumping around and carrying on. You know, like <laughs> I nope. caught a fish. She was you know. so excited. Yeah, yeah, I I can't wait for that. Yeah, so now do they bait their own hooks? Yeah, uh, yeah, they will. We we use yeah. a lot of we use power bait a lot up there, so so it's not squeamish oh, okay. or anything. Yeah, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. But then we had this old boat. This was a '78 uh, Star Starcraft, I think it was, mm-hmm. and so we're out in the lake, and uh, this was hard for the kids, and that's why Aaron had to stay way back because if you everybody goes to one side because it's, it's a V hole, it's a V hole. You know, it starts to tip. And so um, this was one of those where that's when we decided to get the pontoon. Mm-hmm. And when we traded this in, when we moved to Ohio, we, we we ended up selling that boat. But I think you or my brother is is filming this. Because I think I was. That's where we go for some channel channel cats. and Those are fun. So, Braden, I got some from you, too. So talk to us about these. Yeah, so... Just, these are just a couple clips me and my buddies just finding some local streams. Mainly, I, I like to find a stream that has a little bit of current to it. I, I'm not a big still water fisher, so um, I normally rig up with lures. I don't, if I do use live bait, it's going to be maggots and like a salmon egg on there. You'll catch a lot of rainbows with that, but mostly I'm a, I'm a big Joe Sly kind of guy. Basically, you can let it float through the current and it spins like a lure but you don't really have to work it like a lure so yeah and the, that that the, was probably one of my biggest rainbows of that day i think it was like 16 inches but creek's always fun oh yeah yeah I, i'm not a big like i said i'm not a big still still water guy i'd rather find a stream than fish a pond not that there's anything wrong with no that, but that's... you you have you have a child now you will start <laughs> oh, to yeah, enjoy still but water at yes. the same time, I, my dad raised me on fishing stream so i'm gonna try yeah. to 
teach him how to fish the currents and whatnot, how to how to work work it in fast current. But the hard part is them not getting stuck in a tree. Mm-hmm. That's that's oh, what we try yeah, to avoid. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure I'll be in the trees a lot. Yeah, <laughs> out. That's that's why we started going to Buell. Like when I want to go fishing, serious fishing. I go right. to, I go to the creeks because that's his me time. That yeah, that's I get my chest waders <laughs> on and I go out into yep. into the into the creek just like you're doing. I'll look for fast water where it meets slow water and I'll hit that yep. hole. Um, yep. Oh, that's your that's your Montana. Hang on because yep. I got a bunch of stuff in here. So let's jump over to this one here. This is Daniel. He's catching a catfish on the boat. Um, and we don't we never had to go out really far, but there's a trussle. <laughs> You know, there's there's a uh, a channel, if you will, right by the trussle that runs. It's probably I don't know, fifteen twenty feet wide, and then it runs down the center. Um, so in in the winter time, what they'll do is they'll drain the the reservoir, the river lake. They'll drain it down to um, so it looks like a stream, basically. So if we get okay. any harsh weather, they the the water has room to go somewhere. Yep. And so that's but. These these um, when the summer comes, they open the gates to the dam, and then they, you know, they have all this stuff that comes in. So this, then you then you catfish. Um, and here's another one. I th- what I think he caught a. Uh, it was like a little perch or something. No, I think it was a crappie. Crappie. I mean, it looks right. like crappie. Yeah, it's yeah. a little a little crappie, or rock bass. I forget now. But he wanted to keep it. I'm like, dude, you're not going to get anything <laughs> off of that that boy. Nice bait. He fish. wants to keep everything. Like, you guys ever see those mud cats that are like really like yellow brown? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like they don't get bigger than like 12 inches, and he wants to keep them all the time. I'm like, when he was little, I was like, dude, you can't <laughs> eat these things. You don't want to eat these things. It'd be like eating. You gotta mud. take a pond out back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can take them to your mom's. Oh yeah. Um. So he he ended up so he had a good time. Mm-hmm. This was the biggest one. My daughter. There's a story behind this, right? Um, Daniel had gotten, and you'll see it here a little bit. Daniel had gotten a, was it nineteen nineteen and a half inch palomino palomino, um, up at the up at Buell, mm-hmm. up at the lake. They only stocked three. They stock three every year, and so three lucky people get to get them. So, and I'll tell the story on how he got his, but so. We told him we'd get it mounted, which we did. Samantha wanted in the worst way a fish that she could mount on the wall. So I'm sitting up there. She's sitting next to me and doing what kids do, right? All of a sudden, my pole went. And I mean, it went to the point where it pulled it through. I had like these. They look like uh, hot dog sticks, but they have the plastic on it, you know, as, as a yeah. holder. It darn near pulled my pole into the water, and I jumped off my chair and grabbed it, and I just pulled back to set the hook. And as soon as he pulled back, I knew it was big. Like, I just, you could, you know what I mean? You feel it. You know what it is. So I yelled for Samantha. I said, come over here. I said, there's one on here. Pull it in. She's like, okay. So I'm I'm just holding tension on it. And she came over. She grabbed it. I'm like, it's heavy, so you got to hold it. She's holding it. She's cranking and cranking. And she says, I think it's a Palomino. Everything was a Palomino because Daniel had gotten She was a obsessed. <laughs> so it came across. It came across in front of me probably about 20 feet. I had my sunglasses on, and he turned. And she saw the belly, so she thought it was a Palomino. And I was like, nope, I see a stripe on that. I said, Samantha, it's big, so don't horse it. I said, just take your time. 
I said, if he starts taking your line out, just let him take it out. He'll get tired and then just reel him in. So I coached her. I got her all the way in. Um, and, and I said, and she goes, he's big. I said, yeah. I said, hanging on the wall big. And she's just like, oh, oh, oh. like she got, I'm she like, just so... calm down. I'm like, we no. gotta, we gotta get it in. And then I think you were there with the net. Mm hmm. And I said to Aaron, I said, just put the net in the water. We'll steer it into the net because you don't want to whack it and knock it off the hook, right? Um, we got it in, and it was hooked really good right in, right in the upper lip. Like, it went right through the hard part. So, the only way it was getting off of there is if the hook broke or if the line broke. And, yep. and that's what I was worried about because I couldn't remember if it had four-pound test or six-pound test on on that pole, that particular pole that I use. Um, so, I was, <laughs> I was a little worried, but she was stoked when that came uh -huh. in. She uh -huh. works so hard for that, too, because she's just this tiny little thing, has these little arms, so she's just doing her best to try and reel this big fish in, and we're, <laughs> I'm holding her back, trying, she's not falling in the pond. It, when we <laughs> took it to the taxidermist, like, I think it was like four or five hours later, that thing was almost six and a half pounds they weighed it, so you know it weighed almost seven pounds when probably yeah. we pulled it out of the water, but we didn't. That's we didn't a big one. Mm -hmm. That was, a, that was, a th I have a 22-inch uh, brown trout, I'll have to show it next week or something, but. Hers is thicker, and hers came in at 23, I think it was 23 and a quarter. Mine was only 22. Uh, but Which like she made sure to let Steve know. Yeah, that she has. She him. let me know that. You know, hers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is okay. I'm okay with that. Like, I I want them to catch it. I'm just like, I'm sure when you guys take your kids out, yep. you want them to do it. So yep. I've gotten some decent-sized catfish. We, we usually eat on there, you know, out, try to keep the 18s to 22. And look, at Aaron even caught a nice-sized rainbow. Oh yeah, that was that was a eighteen eighteen inch rainbow mm -hmm. she had caught. Um, this was this was me time. I got an eighteen inch rainbow down by the dam. Um, this is Samantha a couple of years ago. She was stoked that she had gotten her limit. I think I think they got their limit in like twenty minutes that year. Mm -hmm. That's no lie. Like they we couldn't keep poles in the water. Like oh, we'd wow. literally get them out there and we'd go to bait the next two poles. My poles would be gone, and we just sent people to pull. I mean, we literally, I think it took me an hour and a half because me and a buddy of mine, because we were baiting everybody's hooks and getting them casted out. It was opening day. Um, there you can see Daniel even got his. And then here's his Palomino. And uh, oh, yeah. same, same, he was two when he, when he pulled that in. Yeah, he was two because it took a year and a half, remember? Mm -hmm. Same thing happened on this one. My pole went, darn near almost went in. I just pulled it. I held it there. I told him to come over and pulled it in. He reeled that whole thing in himself. People were watching and they were like, oh, yeah. All I did was him. just keep it so, it, you know, <laughs> keep the tension on. I just kept my hand under and I just kept telling the crank. And my buddy, he was there. He put the net in the water. I said, just keep it in the water. When these big ones, man, they start thrashing, just keep the net. We'll pull it to you. Um, he it, got in the paper too. Yeah, he was in the paper. He was he mm -hmm. was cool. He was pretty stoked. Um, she uh, he got a I think that's a a trout a rainbow trout, but this was the one uh, of catfish. This was my prize catfish. Um, in 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 my opinion, it was my my prize. This was uh this was a twenty pound thirty inch channel cat that I got at like ten thirty at night from my buddy. Me and, well, you know Drew. You guys know Drew. Yep. Him and I went out um, just to put it in perspective for those that are watching, because everybody's like, "Yeah, right, twenty pound, you know, thirty inch." This is our house cat. That's the catfish. That catfish could have swallowed our, our house cat easily. Oh yeah. 
And that's what we were trying to show there. Like Drew's holding uh, our cat because we wanted to show you like, this is how big this thing is. We're not, (laughs) we're not messing around. Um, Aaron got a few catfish there. I mean, that's, this is just, uh, this is me posing for Frio. (laughs) But then Daniel ended up getting, Daniel ended up getting another Palomino. I think it was a year or two ago, Mm -hmm. probably a year ago. He wanted to mount that one. I'm like, dude, it's 15 inches. We're going to eat that one. That's right. <laughs> so that's what we did. He he kept saying Palomino tastes great. I'm like, it yes. doesn't taste any different than a regular trout. But nope. okay, buddy. It just looks pretty. <laughs> and then uh, yep. Samantha got a nice. Uh, I think that one was a uh, rock bass. I think that was a decent sized rock bass. But um, yeah, I mean, we ha- we had some interesting times. And so Jake, are you going to get your license now? Now that we we stirred it all up, <laughs> have we convinced? Yeah, you? I mean, it seems like it. I mean, I'm the only one here. Who- Come on, Jake. We don't have any uh, the fishing videos, so I guess uh, guess I need to get get the uh, the pole out and and uh, rig something up and go out and get my license. Listen, even if you take your daughter, okay, and she just sits there and you catch them and let her reel them in, dude. Even yeah. at, I mean, how old is she? One, one and a half. Two. She's oh, two. two. Oh, that's perfect. that's perfect. Daniel did that Palomino yeah. at two, man. Yeah, her her attention span's like that's okay. Up, so let her she go might and try play. jumping right? in the water and swimming. <laughs> no, if your wife goes, let her go and play, right? Mm-hmm. Then call her over if you catch something and let her reel it in. Yeah, I do that with Aaron all the yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but seriously, I think if you get them used to it now, yeah, they're not gonna have the attention span. Daniel was running around playing in the dirt. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> as soon as he felt that big fish and he reeled it in. Guess where he sat the rest of the day? He wanted more Game fish. on. Yes. Yep. He did not get up. He wouldn't even get up when she wanted to take him to the bathroom. He wouldn't get up to go get his snack out of the cooler. Mi- he'd miss something. He wouldn't move. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until we said, all right, dude, we're, we're going to leave for the day. And he's like, yeah, but there's big fish out there. Like, it was like the light bulb went off. Like, yep. I need to sit here. Yep. Like, this is fun. <laughs> It it really was. It was one of those moments. And and Samantha, we went fishing. You guys remember Floyd, right? Yep. Okay, so his son went with us the one year. Floyd and I are standing there talking. And Samantha was, what, six? Mm Mm-hmm. And Dwight shows up, and he's standing on this rock that's overhanging the lake. So you can see where this is going to go, right? Mm. So he's up there casting. And he was like, losing his balance and i'm like any minute now he's going in any minute now he'd throw it out there he'd wait a few seconds he'd make some stupid faces he'd start reeling in samantha yells to him dwight if you can't leave your fishing pole in the water you ain't gonna catch no fish (laughs) he just like looked at her he just got told by a (laughs) six-year-old and i was like my girl. Like, yeah, because i mean we we taught them that because they always want to reel it in you're gonna mm-hmm. find, you know you find that it's like can i reel it in no uh, can i check my bait no, no. it's fine nope. just you know leave it be they learned early because samantha the one time and i think what got her was remember that one time she's like my pole's been out there for an hour and nothing's hit it when she said that she wanted to check it all that it just tanked it the mm-hmm. pole went and it was uh yep. you know it was, a, it was a rainbow i says now see it sat there for an hour, and look, you caught a fish. Nope. <clears throat> you always tell them it's fishing, not catching. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's something we get it. You know, so we're going to take a final break here, and then we're going to come back and uh, wrap this up here. We're gonna, we got a little bit left up in the, up in the, 
the fishing lodge, if we, I guess it's a fishing lodge. I don't know if there is even such a thing, but there is today, the fishing lodge. We'll be right back right after this. Right, guys we're back and um i was telling the gang here uh, you know because obviously you can't talk about fishing without a fish story so uh i i don't know uh, brad in the chat room here i'm gonna pull this up uh and you guys anytime you post a comment we can pull that up brad, brad goes are any of these stories true well that's what we want to find <laughs> out and i want you guys in the chat room to get involved because we're going to tell we're going to each tell some fishing stories really quick before we wrap up and uh, see if you can decide, or we can even decide as a panel, who's telling the fish story and did it actually happen. So, we know Jake doesn't fish, so we'll give him a chance to uh, think of something. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, Braden, why don't you go ahead, kick us off. Give us a story. All right, so it's been, I don't know, three years now. Me and my buddy, we were fishing this one hole, and they just stalked like, a couple of days prior. They stalked couple of nice palominas the one that was in there is probably i don't know 20 22 inches big and um so my buddy i was like well he wasn't biting on anything my buddy decided to go upstream i had this weird lime green looking lightning bolt design rooster tail and i'm like you know what <clears throat> this palominas had everything thrown at it why not I'm going to give it a shot. Well, once you know it, literally first cast, I'm reeling my, my rooster tail in and he, he hammers it. I catch him. I get him to the bank. I, I'm at that point. I'm, I'm ecstatic. Like that biggest trout, biggest Palomino I would have caught. And user error on my part the you know the metal stringers the ones that have the the loops and oh yeah yeah clasped yeah. together so i had i had a couple trout on there already well i opened the clasp run it through out the back of the gill and what i thought i had it i had it latched tight so i throw it back in the water and i keep fishing a little bit more and my buddy comes back down he's like you get one i'm like oh yeah yeah let me, let me pull them out I grab the stringer, pull up, no palomino on the stringer. No. I looked down <laughs> and I, I didn't have it latched and never never saw him again. He was down or I saw him, but obviously I never caught him. But yeah, that was that was user error on my part. All right, Jake. Truth <laughs> truth or story? Was that a truth or was that a story? I don't know. I, I feel like it'd be true. Um, because I, I feel like he wouldn't make fun of himself that way of saying he doesn't have to put a fish on the trigger. <laughs> oh, so, I'm going true. You're going true. 
All right, Aaron. Aaron, truth or story? Was that a truth? I don't or was know. That story. Kind of sounds like the one that got away. Oh. But, so, <laughs> I'm leaning more towards story. <laughs> Lean more towards story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta, I gotta go with Jake on this one. I, I think this was truth only because I, I've seen people do this and I've done this myself, uh, but I've caught it uh, on smaller trout. So, um, Braden, was that a truth or a story? One hundred percent truth. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, I was gonna say, I. I well, the big ones, I I usually double gill them, like I'll put yep. them, you know, just to be on the safe side. So well, it was one of them. I thought I had it. You know how they have like little grooves in the back of it. Oh yeah. Now they make well, locks fe- on them. Yeah, it fe- it felt like it locked in there, and never had any other issues with them before. I threw it down, and yeah, twenty minutes later he wasn't there. All right, Aaron, you're up. <laughs> we, we, you need to tell us a story, or you have to tell us uh, a truth. Okay. Only thing I'm just thinking one. Okay. Um. So my grandpa used to take us fishing. My brother and I, when we were younger. I mean, really young. We were like five and six. And this one time, we were out there, and um, I had my little pink Barbie pole, and I was so excited to go out there, and I'm I cast my pole in the water, and all of a sudden. I didn't even, I wasn't even expecting this to happen, but I started feeling this huge tug on my pole and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? And, and so my grandpa's helping me reel it in. He's almost falling over the boat. It's, it's, I mean, all I have is this tiny little dinky little Barbie pole and, um, I'm pulling it in so hard and, and I, and I pull it up and my pole snaps and just goes in the water. And you lost. And I lost it. And you lost it. Mm Mm-hmm. Braden, was that a truth or story? I mean, I've seen it happen, but I'm going story. All right, Jake, truth or story? And chat room, truth or story? I got, I got to follow. Uh, I'm going story. <laughs> oh man, I you know Does Steve know his wife. <laughs> Uh, you know, I I'm gonna say I know I know I know she's gone fishing with her grandfather. I have pictures, but I, I'm also gonna say this was a story as well. Uh, Juan Juan in the chat room, he says it's a story. So let's I'm gonna put that up there. So Aaron, is it a story? Oh, 100 percent a story. <laughs> <laughs> I made that up off the top of my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did go fishing with my grandpa and i caught I a little you did i actually i caught a sunfish i caught a sunfish and my brother caught like a little like a little bluegill or something and he he cooked it up for us and we ate the bones and everything and I, it was horrible but <laughs> ew. i'll be i'll be honest the only reason i knew it was a story was because i remember you telling me you have when we went fishing and you got that 18 inch rainbow i remember you telling me you have never hooked into a fish that big before correct and so that's what made me think it was a story. And then I thought, well, maybe she just didn't tell me. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Um, so there, here's one. <laughs> he says, um, all right, so I've got one here for you guys. And then, then we're going to wrap this up because uh, Jake will have the final one. We'll see if he can pull this off. Because I know I'm joking. He does fish. But um, I'm giving him time here. Okay. So. It was it was actually uh, two summers ago. My brother had come out and we were out 
on me, him, and Daniel, we were all in the pontoon boat and we were catfishing. It was in the summer. And um, I have these really big cat poles. You probably saw them on there. And my favorite one, the, the, um, the white one that I had on there, I don't know if you guys remember seeing it, but it was uh, the ugly stick. I've caught that big catfish on it. I caught many catfish on it. So we're on there, and both of the poles were going. Like, they were they were hammering pretty good. And I had these really good pole holders, what, what I thought was really good. And the one, we were working with Daniel because the one pole, if you've ever fished for catfish, they don't just nibble, and, and it's just like they'll go bang, bang. And then, like, if you don't get it, it'll stop a little bit because they try to they get aggressive. Um, it was doing that, so we're, we're paying attention to that. All of a sudden, the the pole on the left, which was on the other side of the boat, um, we were at the back end. It it hit so hard, it yanked the pole holder and pole over the over the side of the boat into the water, and we're like watching it in the water. And like I'm looking at my brother, and Daniel's just like he has no idea what's going on. I'm looking at my brother. I'm like, did that just happen? And we we couldn't even go out there to get it, and we're watching the pole like go through the water and i I don't know where it, it ended he up hit at. a tear in his eye um but yeah that was that was a uh, painstaking jake truth or story um oh man I'm gonna go story because you're you you said you're good at diving for poles that are coming out <laughs> of the uh, coming into the water so i'm going story okay mm-hmm. Raiden, truth or story Is he there? Is his video froze? <clears throat> it, it might be. All right. Well, I'll see if I can get him back. If he's if he got disconnected or <laughs> at least he left in a in a, in a good face. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe he lost internet. Aaron, truth or story? Okay, listen. I gotta plead the fifth on this because I know the truth. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> so what is it, Steve? All right, um, so I want to see if I can – I'm trying to get him back, too. Uh, do you want to send him a message, Jake, in the uh, group and see if he's – Yep, I got it. See if he died or something. Um, all right, so <laughs> it, it is a true story. Mm-hmm. It really was a true story. Because I remember getting you a pull for Christmas. I was so disappointed. No lie, guys. Um, this, this was um, – seriously – this this was the truth. <laughs> one like, one says it's a story because you love telling no, stories. <laughs> you know what, Juan? Honestly, you do love telling stories. This was one I really do wish that it was it was a story because that was my favorite rod. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I heard about it. Oh man, you have no idea. And then so Aaron asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I said I want a new pole because um, that one went in the water. My brother can back it up if you. If you, if you ever see my brother on Facebook or whatever, he'll back it up. Because I, I literally remember looking at him. I'm like, did that just really happen? Like, it hit it that hard. Because I was anchored down. Though, so it wasn't like the boat got snagged or the, the rod got snagged and yanked it over. I have never, ever had that ever happen to me as far as uh, a fishing pole getting pulled into the water. I had it a couple times with the trout almost go in the water. But never, never have I had it where I lost a pole. So, um, do we know what's what's going on with Braden? Uh, because he's still there. It looks like he's connected. He said he said it gave him the boot. Oh, oh, so well, have it. Tell connected. him to call back in. 
so we'll, we'll in the meantime yeah tell them we'll tell them the call back in and uh if you guys are watching jake's gonna try to get him the call back in because we, we want to get him on for this uh piece and then aaron's gonna have to let me know when he when he gets back on we'll uh, i'll try to see him and then once jake's done doing that what we'll do is we'll we'll get him back on but we want to try to get some of these guys from these companies back on um Everybody always looks for fish stories. It's always fish stories. You know, everybody tells a fish story. So, Jake, do you have a fish story? I think I got one. Okay. Um, so, the part, the Sportsman Club owned part of the um, stock trout for fishing rodeos. Uh, me and my buddy, one day after a rodeo, probably about, rodeo was Saturday. This was probably like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Driving around, and we're like, you know what, let's just stop and and see what happens. So we're fishing. We're throwing the line in, casting, nothing. Reeling in, nothing. And I'm like, all right, well, let's just walk around. It was a small little pond. So we're like walking around the pond and I'm still casting and nothing. All of a sudden I cast and I've got a bite. So I like pull up and then nothing. I'm like, all right, I guess not. So I go to another spot. I throw it out and I'm like sitting there for a while, playing on my phone, taking pictures. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just reel it in. I'll go somewhere else. So I start reeling it in. And I never set the hook, never did anything. And my line starts taking off. I'm like, all right, this is odd. So then I'm like, reel it in. My line starts bending. I'm like, okay, well, I don't think I caught anything because it must be a stick. So I keep going, reel it in. Here, I caught a fish that was already attached to another line. So uh -huh. someone must have caught a fish, snagged the line, cut their line with the fish still on it, and I somehow caught the line with the fish on it and i reel it in i have a picture of it somewhere i believe and it's just i'm just like oh well i caught a secondhand fish i guess <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm so, i'm gonna i'm gonna 100 say that that's true yeah 100 i'm gonna say that's true i don't even have to think about that one. i've seen that happen heck yeah <laughs> yep uh i i, yep, I it's uh, definitely true I mean, I, I was debating on telling you, and while we're waiting for Braden, because I want to give him a chance to get back on here and you know before we sign off, but um, this show is different than my other shows that we've done. The other shows that we've done, we've kind of been hard and stopped right at the hour. Uh, this one, unless we get on to TV, um, that's when we're <laughs> we're not going to do that. Aaron, can we move up just a little bit so I can... Oh. Yeah, I want to get him back on here. And then we'll get him. He looks like he's back in in the saddle. Back. He's I'm back. He's back in the New York groove. That's right. I think that's what it is, right? Um, so before we before we go uh, into this, I wanted to I'll get him situated here. Uh, but what I wanted to do is is uh, tell you about a story. What I was going to tell, okay? The story that I was going to tell was, and this is this is a hundred percent true, hundred percent. Aaron can tell. Aaron will tell you. She'll tell you if I'm lying. Um, I was going to tell Floyd and I and his wife. We went fishing at the creek, and they had this. You guys have been to creeks where they have the overhanging trees, right? Floyd and I are sitting there, and we're going. Wouldn't it be just stupid luck? Because we were we were saying that him or Jen was going to his wife Jen was going to throw it over the tree branch, and it was going to go in the water, and then a fish was going to get on it. Well, didn't that go and happen? A fish got on it, and she didn't realize that she was over the branch. We didn't realize. We were sitting there talking because she had a couple of them that were close calls, 
because it was it, in her defense there wasn't a lot of room so she's casting and it went right over we didn't know it. we're sitting there talking we're like that would be hilarious if somebody threw it over the branch and he got a fish i literally had to walk slide down the bank go in because i had my waders on and go under go under where the, the the fish is now hanging from the branch with with the line like it's just dangling there i literally had to go under with i literally had to go under with the net and i just had her open her bail to where the fish went down into the net and i cut the line and and handed him the net up there that's not the funny part and i have this on video so mm -hmm. i'm going to dig up the video on my phone and i'm going to show this because that just because people, people are hilarious people are going to sit there and go, nah, this is her husband floyd did it the very next cast very next cast threw it right over the branch and he goes i'm just gonna leave it there she caught one on it and he went and caught one <laughs> it was a spot perfect spot she yeah. i came home and i told her this happened she goes no i'm like i got it on film this happened oh yeah so that was that was probably one you guys would have called a story i think you would have called it a story oh, most definitely uh, oh yeah i i mean honestly i've seen some stuff and i sit there and i go i wouldn't believe it if i didn't see it Mm -hmm. so <laughs> oh, <for sure. laughs> so did you hear most of my story that i said the first time mm, no okay the last so you... thing i caught was aaron saying her story was fiction oh wow so oh, wow. okay so you dropped off <laughs> yeah. okay um well you'll have to go back and watch it now in the in the reruns to see it, it, and tell me if you thought it was a story all right i will yeah uh, so all right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Any last-minute things that you guys want to say? Braden, do you got anything that you want to add? Nope. Nothing tonight. All right. We'll get to Jake here in a second. Braden Pennington. Guys, if you want to follow him on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Braden07. 007. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but you can also follow him on TikTok. What is it? Bray Bray07? Um, let me look quick. I because I know we said it last time, but I think I'm going to have to put it on your lower third. But I thought it was Bray Bray 07, I thought. Uh, it's Bray underscore Bray 077. 077. I knew there was one that was 077. Yeah, uh, so you, he, he's he's like the TikTok uh, king right now. He's got almost 20,000 followers. So he posts a lot of cool stuff if you're into the hunting and fishing scene. Yep. And even snowboarding. Oh, yeah. A bunch of random stuff. So uh, go check it out. And then we've got this guy here. You've probably seen him for 11 seasons on AMC. He was part of the crew with Duck Dynasty. Um, we have Jake Oxenford at Instagram.com slash Oxenchevy. Uh, he was one of the Duck Men. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I can't show you the beard now. Ha hashtag Duck Men. Um, we got that going on. So if you guys want to check out his, he posts family stuff, but he also posts uh, outdoor stuff. So it's uh, it's all good. And then my wife, Instagram.com slash. We got to change this. Keystone Hunters. <laughs> we really Huntress. do. We said that last time, but. Yeah, you know. we, we really got to change. Well, we were in Pennsylvania yeah. at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so the Keystone Huntress, I, I know we're going to bring stuff up like that in a future show about all these Insta models that are supposedly Huntress. Like that show we watch. Do you do you guys watch that for love, for love or for likes? And it's an outdoor show. Yeah. yeah. And they can't hunt to save their lives. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yep. I love that show. So, uh, but you guys, if you love this show, which I hope you do, head on over to YouTube, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash no boundaries outdoors. Go over to Facebook. You're going to see Braden, uh, Braden posts, Jake posts. We all post. 
-hmm. on the no boundaries outdoors you never know who's posting but there's always some cool stuff being posted just about every day on uh, facebook.com slash no boundaries outdoors and like i said there's a lot of cool things that i'm working on trying to get moving these guys know uh and so we're going to see some things progress as this goes the other cool part if you are on our website which i want to pull up because if you don't promote your own stuff nobody's going to promote your own stuff so i want to take you over here if you go over here we have a ton i think it's uh, right here store if you click on the store we've got a lot of merchandise we partnered with frio uh, they make a lot of coolers and stuff. I know, Braden, you've got a ton of... In fact, you're wearing one of the hats right now. Look, look at this oh, guy. I got one of the hats. I got the tumbler right now. Look at this guy. He's Ooh. he's pimping it right Fancy. now. Look at it. So you guys can get these hats. Uh, these are these are really nice ones. These are the We call them the dressy ones. My wife always likes it when I wear the dressy one, like if we go out somewhere with the patch on it as opposed to... Uh, some of these other ones. And so you got the coffee mugs. We got a bunch of those. We got the... There you go. That's mm -hmm. not... Um, we have also these. We have these coolers here with the no boundaries, no boundaries outdoors, and the treason camo on it. Late season uh, treason. But there's a ton of stuff on here that you can get, and all the proceeds go to us here at No Boundaries Outdoors, which helps fund different things that we're doing here. So it's always, always good. I think they give us a, a cut on 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 different things that are sold. So I usually end up buying more of the Frio stuff, and then. I think we're getting to the point where the, I'm going to be getting some more money with it, and then I'll buy some stuff and we'll give it away. I think I even got, I think I got a tumbler upstairs that we can do a giveaway for. Mm -hmm. If I have that upstairs, I'll double check. Maybe we'll do a giveaway next show. We can advertise that the there No Boundaries go. Outdoors uh, tumbler. So we really like Frio. You like Frio. We've got a lot of stuff from Frio. So guys, check that out. Go to the website. Go to the all the social channels. Follow us and like us and. Uh, We'll see you guys next week for more No Boundaries Outdoors. And uh, have a good week.